Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Running a little bit late, but here is the Tuesday night flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, uh, coming to you live on time. Well, I can't say on time, but live and direct here on Podbean. I hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday night. Um going to start off tonight uh i'm still kind of early because uh bucks don't play uh the suns until nine i believe um yep they don't play game four until tomorrow at nine i thought it was tonight but it's tomorrow at nine so we're good to go on that but um the bucks came back on game three on sunday they won by 20. They got Aiton in trouble, and they won by 20. Giannis, another 41-13 and 13, uh, game, double-double. Brooke Lopez came in with 11. Middleton, 18. Holiday, 21. Portis, 11. That's the type of production that they need. That's what I called for after game two. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. Is what Giannis needed, and he got it. They won 120 to 100 in Milwaukee. Now, uh, Phoenix still leads the series two to one. And this is the thing. This is the thing. I said it once, I'll say it again. The Bucks in seven. Count it, write it down, take a picture. The Bucks in seven. All right. Um, on the Sun side from game three, Crowder had 18 and six. Uh, Bridges only had four. 18 and nine from Aiton. Uh, 19 and nine from Paul. Book only had 10. 10 and six. Uh, Johnson 14 and five. And that was the gist of their scoring. So they needed help. So expect. Uh, Monty Williams to come up with a different game plan uh, come game four. No way in four hills this is going to go down like this again. So Monty Williams is one of the best coaches in the league. And I'm just like, okay, this dude deserves a job because he, he's a teacher. And Somebody said that when you hear Monty Williams talk, it make you want to be Mark Jackson said it. When you hear Monty Williams talk, it make you want to be a coach. And I agree with that. So we'll see what he comes out with against Boot and Hoser in game four tomorrow night. But sticking with the NBA, uh, the Sixers have started Ben Simmons trade talks, seeking all-star caliber guard or player, I should say. Ben Simmons should have been traded when they had the chance to get James Harden. You, you bluffed, you didn't do it, you didn't get hardened, and you kind of screwed yourself because instead of Milwaukee in the finals, it should have been uh, Philadelphia. Before before it, it should have been Brooklyn, it should have been Philadelphia. This is Philadelphia's uh, uh, conference to lose every year because they work so hard. Boston regressed, now Philly has regressed. You know, trust the process, and you regressed. You regressed. So now you want to trade 
Ben Simmons. Okay. All right. You want to trade Ben Simmons? You had the chance to do it to get your all NBA caliber guy, to get your guy, to put you over the hump. That extra scoring power to help Joel Embiid. You know, Thibel came on. And, you know, Thibel came on in the Olympics too in the exhibition. He, he lit uh, USA up. We'll talk about USA in a minute. But he, you need the guy that's supposed to be your compliment. And you didn't have that in Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons wasn't the guy you thought he was going to be. He has regressed. It was time for him to go a year ago, and you didn't pull the trigger. Now, all of a sudden, you want to pull the trigger. Uh, Kind of late. I'll say that. But uh, I'm not sure who they could get back. I mean, they, I heard talk that uh, the Lakers want him for Kyle Kuzma. I've heard him going to the Kings for uh, – what's my man name out there in the Kings? I can't remember the, uh, the, the dude that, that went to the Kings. I've heard uh, him going to the Pelicans. I, I've heard him going to New York. I've heard him going many different places for – picks and players and i've heard them going for players but only time will tell what in the world will happen because i can honestly say philly has flubbed the finish with ben simmons because they should have he should have been gone a year ago and you wouldn't be talking about this so moving on let's talk about USA men's basketball. USA men's basketball. Ever since 1992, they've been putting pros out in the Olympics for the USA. They stopped putting college players out there, you know, after the 88 Olympics where, you know, they won bronze. They've put pros out in the olympics greatest assembly of talent was the dream team 1992 where you had 11 hall of famers and a college kid who was a college hall of fame one of the greatest college players ever uh, a lot of people always say well that should have been shot yeah it should have been shot but that have been too much to handle that have been too much to handle anyway Christian Layton didn't get very much playing time. Anyway, Shaq wouldn't have got very much playing time. And contrary to Shaq's popular belief, Dream Team 1 was better than Dream Team 2. Let's just say that. But the Olympic men's basketball team has won gold every year, except for three years that they've competed. They won silver in 72. We know that was because of the Soviet thing. Uh, 88 bronze, 2004 bronze. Redeemed team in 08 and 2012 are two other great teams. Um, 96 was good. 2000 in Sydney was good. So from 92, 92, 96, 2000, 2008, 2012, great teams, all gold. And 2016, all gold. Here we are in the exhibition, 2021, which is supposed to have been the 2020 Olympics. But 2021, you have two back-to-back losses in exhibition play. 
Now, the thing is, USA is always the favorite in uh, Olympic competition. But um, the world is different than it was back in 1992. Because a lot of these international players that are playing for these teams play in the NBA too. Joe Ingles. I mentioned Thibault. Uh, I don't. I, Kyrie could have suited up for Australia. I doubt if he did. But uh, you know, you got different guys. Uh, Patty Mills is out there last night. So you know, but to the USA men's basketball the team's defense, they're missing three players. They're missing. Uh, they're missing Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. And Drew Holiday, I, I looked at the the roster, and that, that's who they're missing. But then I'm looking at who they have. Now Draymond Green is a versatile player, versatile player, very versatile, very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's versatile. He's cagey. He, he's a good player. But when it comes down to uh, playing Olympic play, I don't think Draymond should be there. Let's just say that. Because Draymond, you got KD, you know, one of the most devastating uh, scorers in the league. He's your leader. Um, Now, you got Bam Adebayo, Bradley Beal. Another devastating score can score will Devin Booker, who's also missing. So it's four players. Hold on, no, wait, wait. Let me read. And those three players, I read the wrong wrong list. So Devin Booker in the finals, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, uh, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. Now, I looked over this roster last night, and I said, why in the hell is Kevin Love on this team? We couldn't find another big man to play outside of Kevin Love. Kevin Love hasn't really played in the NBA too much in the last three years because, uh, you know, he has his own issues. Don't get me wrong. One of the, the best big men at one point in time in the league, the dude was a walking double-double. I remember one time he scored 35 and had 25 rebounds. You know, you know, that's Minnesota Kevin Love, world champion with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I get that. But as of right now, we couldn't pick anybody else other than Kevin Love. We couldn't pick anybody else other than Draymond Green. You're supposed to send the best of the best in Olympic competition. And a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of memes and a lot of posts of people saying, well, in 92, Bird's back was bad. Magic was a, a year removed, a, a year removed from his HIV diagnosis. So, you know, that Olympic team wasn't that great, but you also had on that team, you had the best of the best. You had the best duo at the time, Jordan and Pippen. You had top five two guards in Jordan and Drexler. The best power forward in the league was Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. You had one of the greatest point guards of all time, 
and John Stockton. Oh, don't forget Magic Johnson. You're one and you're two uh, point guards of all time. Don't forget you also had uh, one of the most diligent and sharp shooting small forwards in Chris Mullen. That team worked. That team worked. This team, this USA team now, I mean, I'm not saying the guys don't work. And I know some of them have to get used to Olympic play. But it's questionable people on this team. Draymond Green is a question mark to me. And that's nothing personal to Draymond. But I don't see why he's on this Olympic team. I don't see, excuse me, I don't see why Kevin Love is on this Olympic team. I, I need results. You get you can't go in here into Olympic competition. The world has changed over the last 20 years. We ain't even got to go back to the last 28. Over the last 20 years, the world has changed when it comes to basketball. You know, in 92, you just had to worry about Tony Kukoc in, in Croatia and, and Petro lighting you up because Petro was a grown man before he was a grown man. And we're not going to start on Drazen Petrovic because I can go all night on him. If he wouldn't have died, he wouldn't have died. He'd have went down as the greatest international player of all time. Could talk trash to you in four languages and bust your ass. And the Midnight Rider checking in in the text window, he said they needed bigs. Yeah, but you could have gave me other bigs other than Draymond and, and, and uh, Kevin Love. I could, You got to find me somebody else. I need somebody else to commit. Whatever happened to the four-year commitment, you know? When, when I'm looking at the guards, and I, I look at Bam Adebayo, I'm like, okay, I, I can deal with him. I can deal with him. I like Lillard, of course. Uh, Jeremy Grant, I'm like, okay, I would have rather had Derrick Rose in that, part, in, that, in that spot right there. Steady hand Derrick Rose in Olympic play because I, I, just, I just love uh, Derrick Rose. And the boss BJ checking in. Uh, players don't want to go. No, nobody wants to commit anymore. Nobody wants to do that because they started asking people for that four-year commitment after the debacle of 04. They start asking for that four-year commitment because I said, you know what? It's crazy. LeBron's not on this team. I'm like, damn. That's who I would want on this team with Kevin Durant. LeBron, Kevin Durant, uh, even CP3, I would have had the whole banana boat crew. I would have had Mello on this daggone team. And Olympic Mello is more devastating than any any version of Mello. He had, in 14 minutes, he had 37 points in the game, in Olympic play. All he needed is a, a chance to play. And he was just, they wouldn't, they kept leaving him open for three. And he was knocking them down. Then he'll, two hard dribbles pull up mid-range. That Olympic mellow, whoo, man. You get that Olympic mellow in the NBA, wow. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say is wow. But those are guys that I wanted to see in the Olympics. But now they didn't They didn't drop two games. They dropped the first game to Nigeria by three, 87-84. Dropped the second game to uh not Nigeria, Australia. Like, bro, you. We never lost exhibitions as. 
when you got NBA talent out there, I, I get it. The world has changed. We never lost U.S. U.S. basketball never lost exhibitions. Never. Never. Now, granted, everybody's talking about, well, the the the, the dream team lost to the college select team in practice. Yes, they did. Behind closed doors, though. Because Chuck Daly made it that way. That's how smart Chuck Daly was. He made it that way so they could lose that because he they were trying to be too generous and not do what they were good at, make the extra pass when you didn't have to. He didn't play Jordan in that first game. You know, them college select guys, Chris Webber, Bobby Hurley, um, I think Mashburn was out there, Hill. You know, you had talent out there. And these are young, they, these are young puppies. But that next day they came in there after – Daly gave them an earful about how to play. That college select team did not score in the second half. Chris Webber tells a story that they came together, and all of a sudden, they went on a 35-0 run. I ain't never heard of nobody going on a 35-0 run. But he was like, it was over. It was over. Those uh, scrimmages against each other in Monte Carlo, some of the best scrimmages that nobody has ever seen. You got little footage here and there. I would love to see the entire games of those. That's the type of of, of in energy USA men's basketball has to bring. You know, where you got to gel together pretty fast, but you also got to win. And it's not happening right now. And they're the favorites to win uh, gold. Will it happen? That's a good daggone question because I'm in doubt right now. Uh, Argentina dropped a game, an exhibition game the other day. But remember, Argentina doesn't have that core players that they had years ago where you had uh, Ginobili. Um, who else is on it? Ginobili, Nocioni. And it was another player that played in the NBA, and they had guys that had been they've been playing together for years. They played together every summer. We got to get back to that. If we're going to be a basketball power, we got to get back to being a basketball power by sending our best to the Olympics. I mean, that's what it all is. Now, on the women's side, I'm not worried about the women. I don't think it's any women's team in any other country that can stop this women's team that's going over to Tokyo. So I know they're, they're going to, and women always run away with uh, the, 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 the gold medal in basketball because they just absolute beast. Now ain't, ain't no women's basketball, uh, uh, Olympic basketball team better than 96 team. That 96 Olympic women's team, I think is the greatest assembly of women's talent ever. Ever. They, that is the dream team for the women. That is the standard by which excellence is measured, is that 9016. Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie, uh, Dawn Staley, my boo. Uh, who else is on that team? I think Swoops was on that team. Like, there, there is no way in four hells anybody was beating them. And they did it classy didn't talk didn't say nothing just went out bust your ass all right let's go pack up it's time to go get some dinner you know 
that's basically what it was. But see, the thing is with them, they were used to that international play because remember, the women didn't have a lead at the time. The WNBA and the ABL hadn't started yet. So those women, after they left college, they mostly went overseas to play. So they were used to those international players. And they were busting ass. I think that's the greatest assembly of talent when you come, when you talk about women. 96 uh, women, women uh, Olympic basketball team. Now, here we are in 2021. I know the schedule is off. The Olympics are supposed to be last year. Uh, NBA Finals are supposed to have been over a month ago. So everything's off. Now, the Olympics do start on the 23rd. So guys that are playing in the finals are supposed to be on the Olympic team will move into the Olympic Games, which is cool. But they got to put the foot on the gas. Now, Pop's too good of a coach. And I, I, this may be a ploy by Pop. This is the other point that I'm thinking about. This may be a ploy by Pop to get them to jail. Kind of like what uh, Daly did in 92. Get you to sacrifice who you are, but be who you are. You know? And maybe, just maybe, they might go back to blowing teams out by 40, 50 points. But like I said, the world has changed. They're not going to be asking to take pictures with you before the game. They're not going to be asking for autographs and things like that. It's going to be more along the lines of, we know we can beat you. So, you know, hey, buckle up. So, USA basketball got to get on their grind. This cannot be uh, – this, this can't be a thing. This has to be something that's nipped in the bud now. No more losses, period. You, you need to be standing in that number one spot when it comes to Olympic gold medals. And it's because of the NBA, the, uh, the world loves basketball so much because everybody says, you know, Magic and Bird saved the league. Jordan took it global. LeBron made it mobile. And, you know, that's what they wanted. David Stern, God rest his soul, was a genius when it came to promoting the league. Viewership for the league expanded heavily. Salaries rose because of David Stern and his moves. And I feel he doesn't get enough credit. And that's why you have this conversation right now about olympic play they see the nba players inspired that next generation inspired i mean you know we had great players in international play in the 80s in the 70s even in the 90s you had oshka schmidt who was possibly the greatest basketball player in the world some will say the greatest basketball player to never play in the nba but possibly the greatest basketball player ever um you had, of course, Petrovic, uh, Mercilonis, uh, Drazen Petrovic that I mentioned earlier, Arvidas Sabonis. These are international players that, well, Sefer Schmidt made it to the NBA and had an impact. Now, if, uh, if uh, Sabonis would have came over, I'll say five to six years prior to when he came over, maybe even seven you would have seen a, a, a difference of bonus. His knees were gone when he came. So, you know, 
But it happens. It happens. A lot of people just stay home. But now you got guys that are jumping to come to the NBA because it's it's where to be. And we got the man as cool as ice, twice as nice. Ain't never had a bad day in his damn life. Junie calling in. Where you at, brother? Where you at? He'll be in here. Um, but yeah, I, this Olympic, um, this Olympic thing, I'm just like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, but I don't want to hold too much stock into it. I wanted to say, Hey, you know, it happens It's an exhibition. Everybody's saying, well, it's just an exhibition. It's just an exhibition. But you got to, this is your chance to flex your muscle. That's what it is. You flex your muscle. So, only time will tell. Um, I'm going to say this before I get out of here. Uh, tomorrow night, game four, the Bucks have a little formula going on. Uh, get Aiton in, in foul trouble and then go to work. If they get eight in foul trouble again, it's on and popping. Uh, Bucks tomorrow night. I'm not even going to say about what I said. Game two, they were going to win 126 uh, 120. They wound up getting blown out. So <laughs> we, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll save that. But uh, put your bets in on Book It Sports and get that going. But until then, Everybody, thank you for joining. A little late, wheels up tonight. Uh, I'm tired. That's all. I'm tired. That's why the shows have been so sporadic. But I do apologize. My sleeping schedule is so, so bad. So bad. Because I don't know what sleep is. But hopefully I can find some later on tonight. So everyone that joined, uh, listening, thank you for listening. I'm the big guy, KG. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.